The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And Okotoks-based drone company now able to take the next step in unmanned aviation. In-flight data recently received a one-year certificate from Transport Canada to operate drones beyond visual line of sight for the purposes of public safety. And this will allow drones to fly longer distances without pilots pilots constantly being within sight of the aircraft. And it could eventually usher in an area era man of carrying passengers with drones chris healy is the ceo of in flight chris welcome to the show thank you for having me jaylen having a little bit of tricky time talking here in the last half hour so my apologies so give me an idea about this what first off what what kind of drones are you flying to start with are i mean are these aren't the things that you go buy at best buy are they no they are not the drones you buy at best buy (laughs) Uh, the drones that we fly are all listed on the Transport Canada Safe Advanced Environments list. So what does that mean? Um, manufacturers have gotten together with Transport Canada and determined that a certain subset of, of aircraft are safe to be flown in controlled airspace or near or over people. Okay, so now this certificate, this one-year certificate that uh, the company has received from Transport Canada um, allows you to operate these drones beyond visual sight. What does this allow you to do on top of that? So that is good news. You know, so where will this be used? And uh, when it comes to public safety, for instance, what could it be used for? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, So a great example of what this could be used for would be a wildland fire. Uh, Wildland fires are very large in size, and drones under the current regulations must maintain visual line of sight. And so we are allowed now to fly our drones well past what we can see so that we can go and collect information about that fire and uh, put it into a report and provide that to a provincial wildland authority so that they can go and put those fires out. Have you done anything like that yet? So we are just getting started. This is a new uh, a, a new branch for us. It's also a new branch uh, using drones for this this type of activity. It's it's fairly new in, in Canada. Uh, they've been doing it in the United States for for a little while, but it's been mostly on the military drone side. And uh, this is a first for Canada for sure. Interesting stuff. Okay, so for for your company to get the tip of the hat to do this. Congratulations. That's pretty awesome. Thank you very much. It was a long road to get here, and it was an incredibly detailed process. (laughs) Yeah, so what does that look like? What did you have to prove to get this? Yeah, so it was was pretty difficult to get, and and I won't kid you. It was a a pretty long process. Um, Transport Canada uh, took a look at our application, and uh, they took a look at uh, the type of aircraft that we were flying, and and are our aircraft robust enough to be able to handle those those types of, of advanced missions? Uh, they took a look at our equipment and is our, is our equipment sound and safe? Uh, they took a look at our organization and do we have uh, the right people in place, the knowledgeable people and enough experience? And they took a look at our safety protocols and our, our training protocols. And, and after looking at all of this process and, and going through several iterations with Transport Canada, um, we were very pleased uh, to be uh, one of the very few in this country to have achieved this very high bar. So who else is doing this and, and what are they using it for? Uh, the only organization that I'm aware of that has a Beyond Visual Line of Sight certificate that is not a one-day certificate would be Transport Canada themselves. And uh, they have a, an air services directorate that is uh, flying in the, the Arctic, uh, collecting information on Beyond Visual Line of Sight flights. 
And they are also flying in the Gaspé Bay, uh, collecting information on beyond a visual line of sight. And their purpose there is to identify the, the endangered right whales. Oh, very interesting. Okay, yeah. so as as we move forward with this, I remember talking with someone about drones a while back, and you know, there's there's all sorts of uses for them that aren't being that it's that that still haven't been explored yet, or just on the edge of that. And one of them was, and and that caught my eye, of course, in Alberta, would be on on pipeline for mm-hmm. pipeline sa- safety in the oil and and energy uh, sector. W- what do you see on that? front what something like this could mean for that certainly Uh, energy companies uh, and pipeline companies in Alberta uh, own and maintain uh, assets that reach very long distances and those uh, companies are required to monitor and and, uh, observe and inspect those assets on regular basis for for many different reasons and currently those uh, assets are being inspected manually in a lot of cases Mm. Um, whether that's manual by someone riding in a in a in a, in a truck with someone, uh, whether that is manual by an aircraft that's flying low over the pipeline or perhaps a helicopter, uh, but it is being done manually at a great cost. And drones represents an ability to use technology and innovation to lower those costs for those energy companies to inspect those assets at a much greater frequency uh, with much greater detail, uh, create permanent records of those assets and digital twins of those assets so that they can be incorporated into building plans at a later date. Uh, there's many, many advantages to using drones to inspect these assets, uh, and it will additionally help make those energy companies uh, more tech savvy and increase our tech and innovation economy in Alberta. So, Chris, what what do we have to do to to get to that point when these are being used on on a regular basis to to do these things? What hoops have to be done? Why why is it not being done yet? Yeah, certainly. So, so basically, we don't have the regulations in place to enable those types of flights. And what this certificate represents is that initial crack in the door for organizations like ourselves to go out and, and test our equipment and, and, and report a lot of details to Transport Canada about how we're conducting this flight safely, what sorts of encounters, uh, things we're encountering around the aircraft or the missions, so that they can create regulations that will allow energy companies to eventually apply to Transport Canada and get their permits of their own uh, to go and fly and inspect these assets on a regular basis. This is not that far away. Uh, Transport Canada just released their notice of proposed amendment for low-risk beyond visual line of sight in the Canadian national airspace. They do have a roadmap for low-risk beyond visual line of sight going out to 2023, and we are not that far away from this. Um, to me, it's... And again, Chris, I don't know much about drones, so bear with me here. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I see people out in the farmer's field over here with their drones, or maybe a, you're sitting on a beach somewhere when we could go to beaches, and, you know, they would show up. I, 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 I'm I'm wondering, I think there's a lot of folks out there thinking, well, why don't they just get out there and do it? Why don't they just, you know, start doing it? Is there certain training? You know, you talk about the, the, the licenses and, and the regulations. Um I guess I wonder what's taking so long and, and what it is that needs to be proven before more people are doing this. So the, the, big, the big issue that we're going to fa- or that we're facing in Canada is oh, these drones must be under control and they must not represent an increased level of safety in the national airspace system, especially around 
areas like Fort McMurray, which is a very uh, complex airspace. There's lots of people flying their aircraft and their helicopters around and introducing drones in, a, in an uncoordinated or, okay. or a, an untracked fashion is a recipe for disaster. And so as part of the work that I'm doing with Transport Canada on the remote traffic management action team, we are implementing the foundational architectures for remote traffic management. Okay. And this will allow companies and, and individuals to tie into a, uh, a system which will allow, make sure that their aircraft are deconflicted and keep away from other aircraft uh, that might be in the air around you. And this is Very the important. initial first step to passenger carrying drones. Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, first off, it sounds like, you know, you're going to develop like an air traffic control tower for drones. Like you, you, that's, you know, something that needs to be done there. But yeah, you talked about, you know, passengers with drones. What does that look like, do you think? Well, uh, Uber has plans to to bring in passenger carrying drones, as as does Hyundai. Those uh, have been announced already, and there's other companies like Airbus, who which are designing passenger carrying drones. And that era is coming. Um, they notice a proposed amendment that Transport Canada just recently released introduced the possibility of two new categories of aircraft, unmanned aircraft, uh, going up to 650 kilograms, and that's really meant for for passenger carrying drones. Wow. Interesting. Um, that's a whole other world right there, and it's just yeah. fascinating. Chris, it must be really cool to kind of be on the cutting edge of this. It is very cool to be on the cutting edge of it. Um, it is uh, incredibly uh, satisfying to be doing something very good uh, with my with my skills and, and my abilities. It's very uh, rewarding to be able to uh, show others uh, the possibilities that drones bring um, to the tech and innovation economies in Alberta, and uh, we're very br- proud to be leading the charge in that space. What is it about Alberta? It seems, Chris, anytime that I talk to someone about drones, they're based here in Alberta and mainly in southern Alberta. It's a hot spot down there. What's going on? Uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, roughly 25%, maybe a little bit more, of uh, drone operators uh, in Canada are located in southern Alberta. And part of that is really around the engineering and the survey uh, mapping competencies that we have here in Calgary uh, that grew up around the oil and gas industry in the in the 2000s. And a lot of that uh, is cross-transferable into the drone world. So it makes uh, sense for organizations that are using drones for those purposes uh, to, to go and get their own. And, and that's why you see such a surge in, in southern Alberta. So you're just starting on 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 this chapter of uh, of uh, of the story when it comes to drones with with your company. What what's what's next? You think you know you get through the next year. You you put out some outlines, the regulations, guidelines. Like w- when you look at timelines for the development of of um, drone technology and what they can and cannot be used for. What does that is? Are, are we talking uh, six months from now? A year from now? Five years from now? Uh, that's happening right now in Canada as we speak. Uh, Transport Canada just released the first set of their remote traffic management trials, which invited industry across Canada uh, to participate in a challenge uh, to bring their smartest, most innovative ideas to the table as to how we might implement a remote traffic management system in Canada. We're already, we've already started doing We're that there. in Canada now, and Alberta is a real hotspot for that. 
Well, fascinating stuff, Chris, and fascinating stuff that you're working on. I want to thank you for making some time for us today to to share it with uh, the listeners here at 630. Chet, continued success. Thank you very much, and uh, all my best to yourself and your listeners. Have a great day. Yeah. Take care. Chris Healy joining us this afternoon. He is the president and CEO of InFlight Data Group. Yeah, drones, passenger drones. Interesting, huh? Um, technology, the, those folks who, on whatever edge of technology that you're on, whichever, you know, little corner uh, that you're on is just so amazing to me. And we know that um, Alberta, we know that Edmonton, when it comes to tech and you talk about AI and machine learning, um, you know, you remember the the day that the Innovate Day that we had not too long ago, looking at some of the work that's being done here, you know, Alberta, it is a hotspot. Alberta, Edmonton is, uh, is a center of that. So it should be uh, fascinating to see how this continues to grow in the, in the years to come. What does it mean for us? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for... Our, our lives for travel uh, what does it mean for your company that you work for or maybe the company that you own when it comes to inspections that sort of thing so many uses being uh, uh, on that front public safety you know think about that being able to fly those dr- drones into a situation like the the Fort McMurray wildfire um, you know or into you know dangerous situations uh, yeah it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in uh, in the uh, in the years to come